What is up, little biscuits and so-dried tomatoes? Before we get to this Patriot Friday, just want to give you all a heads up that we recorded with a super fan, Sid Tobias, to review The Exorcist Believer. But as always, don't give him a hard time about his audio quality. Now, all of our guests that come on have the best uh, sure microphones and mixers and stuff like that. Nonetheless, it's a lot of fun. Uh, thank you so much to Sid for um, putting his hat in the ring, joining us for this episode. I think you all are going to really like it. And follow, uh, well, Sid's not really on social media, so um, follow the show at Medium P Podcast. And remember, sign up for Patreon at patreon.com slash mediumpopcorn. Be considered for a future Patriot Friday. Now, without any further ado, here's the episode. <laughs> Cause it's such a bad movie You're so unpleased Need a podcast cause hate is in your eyes Well we are those guys Cause this is medium Popcorn Brandon and Justin Saved you from the dog shite You know it's medium Popcorn Join us as we lose our minds At these thriller killer what is up, little biscuits and sun-dried tomatoes? It's your boy, Eddie Collins. Guys, this is Justin Brown. And we are Media Popcorn Niggas Spoil the Movies, and we're going to mm. spoil the shit out of this dog shit, so you don't have to pay a <laughs> cent to see this, uh, <laughs> which is so frustrating. But we'll get into it. But to help us break down this, this fucking movie, uh, as one of, our long, one of our longtime fans and Patreon subscribers, Sid Tobias, how you doing? How's it going? How's it going? Thank you for having me. Thank Very you excited. for thank you for joining us. Even though I almost butchered Dang. your name, just like everybody else, but you're yep. in the club. You're, I almost called you Tit Tobias. Tit Tobias. That's what I was about to say. Welcome, Tit Tobias. It's funny because I go by Sid. My real name is Sid Key, but you know, Sid Key. Yeah, Sid Key. S I D K I. Okay. Like a, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh, do you know the uh, the root of that? Yeah. Uh, Northern African, mostly okay. Moroccan. It's okay. a Muslim name. So. Okay. Uh, was do, do you know the meaning of it? Uh, first name Siki is keeper of numbers. That's oh. I mean. So. Okay. That's cool. That's you cool. Good at I math? like it. I was a physics major in college. Oh, there you go. Yep. Oh, bam. Yep. They, they set see, you up. See, the they set you up nicely. See, that's the thing is <laughs> our parents called us Brandon and Justin. So I ended up like, you know, Brandon means like leader of the, the 
the lions or some shit. It's something stupid. And I got no lions. It's fucking. Well, my my name uh, means uh, with justice or something like that. So apparently I, I have the hand of justice, this black power fist ready to beat niggas if they get out of line. Actually, like uh, what what should have been happening in this movie, but it didn't I mean happen. that makes more sense. My name actually means a uh, prince, apparently. Mm. Prince, which makes sense. Yeah, you ain't no prince. No, no, it makes sense because I'm like an evil. I'm like a you know the what's the nigga in the the Iron Mask? You know, it's like the good prince and the oh, bad okay. prince. Like you know, okay, I see what you're saying. You never know which one yeah. you get. That makes sense. You, yeah, you, you 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 very much a piece of shit. Um, so sit. <laughs> You know, sometimes I wonder, like, Sid, you've been a long time listener. Do you feel like Justin hates me? Because I love no. Justin. Justin's like an older brother to me. An older, disturbed brother with a thin mustache. And I love the guy to death, but he's always like, Brandon, you sorry. You the sorry as a nigga I know. You don't need to do You don't have a... What do you, what do you think, Sid, as a long time fan? I, I, love the I love the dynamic. I'm a, I have a younger brother, so... Hey, I grew up with younger just me and him, so yeah. ragging on him, you know, picking on him. That's just what it, you know, I'm used to that. So the exactly. dynamic is so clear that Justin clearly thinks he's your like older brother could like just beat up on you. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, push back. You push back. I try yeah, to push, push back. back. I try to push back and then Justin will do some sneaky shit. Like sometimes he'll come to my house and we'll just be chilling. I'll be like, man, me and Justin are real good friends. And then he'll blow up my bathroom. And I'll just what are like, you talking about? Blow up your bathroom, man, hey man. A man's got a shit. A man's got a shit. Man. And we close enough where I should be able to shit in your house and not be judged. Uh, brother tip, Brandon. Next time he does that, you just walk in with a bucket of water and throw it on his ass. Wait, 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 Sid. There's so many things that could backfire when you do that. One is hey. you might see your brother's dick. Two is you might throw so much water on them that it actually fills up the toilet. Then you got shit water in your bathroom. Okay, that's true. That's true. Don't do it in your bathroom. Sorry about that. I was just switch it up. Yeah. And you don't want my shit on your floor. Cup of water. You don't want my shit on your floor. A cup of water. You, you come in like 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 um like I'm a cat with with the spray bottle. Just exactly, exactly. Just right. throwing shit out. Just throw, just take his like car keys, make him like try to catch it out before it falls into the toilet. You know, fuck mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. I know people are coming into the chat right now, and they're just like, what the fuck are they talking about? Right and folks, now? remember, if you, sign up, if you sign up a Patreon at patreon.com slash mediapocrity, you're able to join us live when we record episodes, as well as be a guest on this podcast like Sid is. And so, Sid, my, my first mm. question for you uh, outside of, um, you know, Justin and I's dynamic is, what made you a fan? Um, It was maybe, like, 2018. And I was at a like, you know, office job. It was like a, it was whatever job. And I would have mm -hmm. my headphones and doing the work I would do because, you know, mindless. And I, you know, I'm a movie guy. I've always loved movies. So I like listening to podcast reviews. Okay. And I think I was maybe caught uh, one of Rod and Karen's podcasts about maybe some review. And they happened to mention Medium Popcorn. I just remember that. And they were like, yo, check out. So I just like, you know, hit it up on, you know, iTunes podcast. Yeah. And you guys had the Good Bugger episode, and that was the first one. <laughs> yep, <I heard>. yeah. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I mean, I was born in '93, so Good Burger. That's up. Uh, I grew up. I love that. So that was. I listened to that. I was like, "Oh, these two niggas are crazy." <laughs> <laughs> no, Ed is crazy in that fucking Ed sauce. That's what's crazy. You're right. You're right. No, I 
that was it was the good burger that i immediately i just went down the list and it was the mighty Morphin power rangers one. Oh yeah, yeah that's a fun one that was a fun one <laughs> that one that was it and i remember maybe like a couple weeks later join your patreon i was like i need these guys these are my my, my guys. so every time we I'm appreciate like, you uh joining yeah. in on the madness i always check on your thing yeah thank sure. you thank you man we appreciate you um and you know what it's it's, it's good to do this kind of uh movie review with a, a fan because it'll be a little bit easier to get through because I got to tell y'all like I've never David Gordon Green I think is a talented director but we'll get into kind of mm-hmm. what the original director of the exorcist said about him but for me I was so taken aback by how fucking lazy this felt how preachy it felt and, and you know Justin and I were there like I think opening night or something like that for the Halloween 2018 reboot Right. Yeah. And I remember yeah. like, you know, it was, it was a pretty good vibe. It clearly was a lot of horror fans. And then when Jamie Lee Curtis sat down and everyone kind of like burst into applause and stuff, it felt like David Gordon Green was trying to go for the same beats as similar to the Halloween 2018 reboot he did. But mm-hmm. with The Exorcist, which I think a lot of people know of The Exorcist and maybe quite a few people have seen it. But I don't know that it has like that legacy. You know what I mean? I don't think it has. Well, to, well hold on. The the, well, the legacy is different. Than, yeah, no, as I was, I was about to say, the legacy is like different than like I guess the franchise potential. Is that well, the right I, way to say? It? Well, I, I I don't think that's necessarily it. Well, yes, franchise potential for sure, but it also doesn't have that particular character who you followed through this entire thing because well, there is no legacy get, character. Well, they try to get Ellen Burstyn, who apparently they fucking paid. They brought all the trucks of money to her fucking house to convince her to do this shit. And you could tell. You could tell literally they were like, hey, Ellen, you're, are you ready to go on set? She's like, sure, what am I saying? Like, every every scene she was in, it felt like that's the one and only take. And she, she gave no energy. She felt forced into the movie, for sure. Her, her being into it. I have very small glimpse for watching the original. Yeah. And when she popped, I was like, Dang, so they just wanted to just they just had to shove in something from original. I yeah. feel like that's a thing they do with mm-hmm. it felt, you know, yeah. just, you know, when it's not necessary, when it's its own story, you know. It felt just it like Jurassic fun. Park Dominion. It felt like there's like there's no reason for these legacy characters yeah. to be back besides you trying to give fan service, but it feels it's I'm offended as yep. a fan. And then Chris McNeil, like her involvement in this movie made no fucking sense. She tried to do an exorcism herself. You saw one as a mother, like 30 plus fucking years ago. What makes you think just because you wrote a book and you've researched some shit that you could do this? She's over there like, That's and the Christ of the Lord and the and the chick is like, I'm good now. Ooh, a cross. Stab, stab, stab. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> Give me your eyes. Ooh, ooh, I, I'm that, sorry. That was I'm tough. So funny. I thought that was funny. To I laughed too. Like, oh, yes. Why, like, why is this funny? Like, why did it like, because she's just like, you know, get stabbed. And I was like, oh, well, damn. All right. She's out. <laughs> it was funny because it like, you were like, oh, that's why they brought her back. Like, that's even stupider. Like, you know, it felt nothing in this movie felt necessary. Uh, you know, and like the whole time you're kind of like, where's this going? And by the time we got to like, when they're actually doing the exorcism, I looked at the clock and I was like, Yo, is there only like 20 minutes left? Like, are we just now yeah. getting to the exorcism? Right. So then you're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck was er- It's so slow and painful. You're like, oh, wait, <laughs> why are we doing this? Well, and then right. it's also, it's like, there was just, a, there, there was a lot of filler. There was, it was, mm. this movie is mostly filler. And a lot of things that could have been, that could have landed on the like, uh, editing room floor, you know, True. to, you know, to just 
pace this up to get us where we need to be. It's this didn't need to be movie. an almost two, yeah exactly. Yeah. Didn't need to almost be a two two hour movie for sure. Yeah, two hour horror movies are tough. Given this wasn't scary, scary, but yeah, two hours there, and half of it felt like a abduction movie. It kind of felt yeah. like that movie Prisoners, where they were like trying mm, to find. Mm. Well, not like it was the same, but like it felt like that. And then yeah, when it especially got the first half. Session, like, oh. All right, here we go. Yeah, I, mean, I would say after the code open in, in Africa, that that like that makes sense. Which no, Tati, no, no, that was in Haiti. My in bad. Haiti, my bad. Haiti. Um, and Tati called that shit out immediately. She's like, "Why would that woman be that far along and be in a third world country? That doesn't make any fucking sense." Um, <laughs> also, also, why if you've got a child, you're with child, and and that child's about to be delivered soon. I ain't going to no stranger's place for a blessing ceremony. Oh yeah, that was nuts. on my stomach. Nigga, <laughs> they don't think to... that was <laughs> sorry early them like trying to put a curse on the baby or something. Well, I, I wrote down exactly. immediately. I was like, well, that's not a blessing for sure. Like you don't, but also like Justin's alluding to, you don't want to gamble that. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? and also you're in another country where they have like different, uh, you know, mm-hmm. customs and things like that. Now, mind you, I'm pretty sure you know that they were you know alluding to that this couple is Haitian, a Haitian couple. And, and that's fine. So they know the culture and they know the rituals. Either way, I don't give a fuck. I'm not, I'm not, I don't necessarily live, live there. They're on a vacation, business trip, whatever it, it was. It seemed like he was on a photography gig, right? Exactly. But it wasn't clear. I, yeah. I'm, I ain't letting nobody bless my, uh, my baby, my unborn child. Absolutely fucking not. That is not a, that is not nigga certified. Uh, well, Justin, would you let your wife go like, it seemed like an hour by herself, just wander. Would would you let her be like? Would you be so like lenny about that? Because that was like the in Haiti. Like, no, like make sure well, you know where he is. But is that, is that what they were trying to say about Victor though? Which is like that he. I didn't understand what they were trying to say about the dad because Tati and I talked about it after the movie, which we were like, I can't believe we're discussing this fucking movie still, which is, is the movie trying to say, don't try to control things because then it could backfire on you. So just have faith because, you know, the whole thing is like, you know, Victor is given a choice. He's like, you can either save the baby, Angela, or you can save your wife. And then we cut to the future when like Victor's with his daughter. And it's like, we assume Mm -hmm. that, oh, he chose the daughter to save, right? Yeah. Uh, but then we find out he actually chose the mother, but the mother still died of complications and the baby survived. And right. so it's like him even trying to make that choice, it still backfires the same way with the white dad at the end, which I knew that was going to happen. I was like, you can't trust these white parents. They're going to pick. They're gonna, there's no, well, not, not even that. Not even that. You can't trust a fucking demon. <laughs> he's, right, he's, he's like, hey, demon, you promise? If we choose somebody, you promise? He's like, good? yeah. <laughs> like, no, you don't trust a fucking preacher demon. was there and said, the whole saying, don't trust them, don't trust them. You know, oh, wait, you talking about the preacher like, that got his neck twisted around like a tootsie? No, no, no. The, okay, the evangelical preacher, not oh. the Catholic. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's yeah. everyone during the exorcism, Joe there's like Olsen. four priests in this motherfucker. <laughs> Including yeah. the nurse who, the nurse who I wrote down, how did she afford to do this cross uh, global, like by a global fucking trip to recruit that, uh, that priest? She went, remember when she goes to get the priest that like is all reluctant when he comes to be like, oh, I, no, I no, that was their local priest. It was the local priest. Oh, it was a local priest. It alluded that no. she took this like fucking huge journey. I know her and Victor no. both traveled. That no, might no, he, confusing. he had to go to, um, uh, like the archbishop or the cardinal, yeah, or whatever the local, of their oh, of okay, their that's district. The I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah so to get 
uh, you know, to get permission. But he didn't go okay. like to Europe or anything like that. Oh, he, he just did. went to the local uh, diocese. Okay, he was like, bro. yo, we need we need some help here. There's some wild shit going on, bro. Even though he bitched up. That that priesthood scene where they're all talking and the one father's like, I'm so worried for you, father. I wrote down, this is like some bootleg uh, um, Jedi Council shit. <laughs> this is like, it's so bad. <laughs> all the niggas in robes, too. And then the so music, I, I, I'm for it. <laughs> the, the music is horrible. The little remix yeah. that they tried to do with the exorcism theme right. is terrible. Like Everything about this, I'm like, how did they get it so wrong? Yeah, it was very, like, thrown together. What was the... I hate for lack of a better word, voodoo lady. What was what would you say her religion or the woman who did you know, oh, yeah. the black woman? Yeah, who, like, I, think, I don't want to talk about sucking the essence out of them, yeah. like one piece I, by I piece. Think, <laughs> I think uh, she's supposed to be the Haitian connection. Okay. okay, so so I think she's supposed to try to link his Haitian roots to the beginning. Uh, so you know, it's like, hey, yeah. we have some black folks suffering in there. Here, this here's, here's a black person is trying to help him who does absolutely nothing. <laughs> worthless <laughs> worthless to this film this is like but guys you know we got a black person in here that so that well, was what they're right. trying well they gave her like her like the preliminary like cleansing with the whatever that thing that came out of their the girls like that dust yeah. that came out of their mouth that was or wild because it, it took it seemed like it, it took, was wild. that scene took about two, two and a half to three minutes and then and then they're like are they okay she's like it's just the beginning Alluding that she has to do that multiple times. I'm like, yo, <laughs> we ain't got that kind of time. Right. There was no rhyme or reason, honestly, to the okay. process. I got a question about this. In the first one, we do see Linda Blair at the end. Uh, spoiler alert, everybody. She has a quick cameo. Um, but she doesn't have any of the scars in the first one, right? So I'm wondering, like, do you keep the scars after an exorcism? Like, the... the the girls with the crosses in their their faces and the no, scars and shit. Uh, no, that goes away, it, right? It, yeah, it goes away because that's um that it, that seems to be uh, the formations caused by the demon, Got it. and they don't necessarily keep those. Those are like marks of the demon. It's okay, like or the, the occult, yes. along with like the smell and the rotting their skin. Yeah. Oh yeah, peeling off. The, like it's like truly the demon taking form and sucking truly life form out, which I always take it as when I watch. God yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then as soon as it's gone, it's like, oh, you're back. Whatever. Okay, so uh, I, I just want to walk back really quick. Uh, Sid, do you have any children? Mm -mm. No. Okay, and friend, you don't have any children. But no. if not that I know of, un... <laughs> uh, I have nightmares all the time, bro. I have nightmares all the time. So <laughs> let's let's say you know you get the news that hey. Get pregnant, pregnant wife, girl, whatever, and they say, "Hey, you're ch you're you're gonna have to choose between your wife or the baby." Mm. This is a hard question. This is a hard yes. question. And, sure. You know, for me, and, and like I, I thought about this because I remember like Paul and I had this conversation, and and she was just like, "You choose the baby." I'm just like, "Nah, homie, I choose you." That's why I told Tati because, huh? I told yeah, Tati because the same thing. Well, because when it really comes down to it, then I have to look in your in that child's face every single day and know it's just like, oh, the person I love is no longer here because in which even though like, but that's a hard thing. But right. like in that situation, yeah. it, especially because the mother was injured in a fucking earthquake in Haiti. Too soon, maybe so. Um, I was kind of, I was kind of just like, I understand why he chose her. 
But bro, I don't think she's going. <laughs> like it looked like something had fallen on her. Yeah, I mean that was rough. And all, with that fake ass belly, all of this is yeah. trash. <laughs> this whole thing was trash. Yeah, I agree, Brandon. It was it was such a crazy moral dilemma. But because the movie, like when she under the rebel rubble, she's like you know protect, protect her. her, protect her. Which to me, I'm like, oh, so she's dead. Cut the next scene. Oh, yes. she's right there. You know, she's not. She's obviously sleeping. She's not, obviously, but it's like okay. And then the doctor comes over. You know, you got to pick one. He picks mm-hmm. the wife. I don't. It doesn't make sense. The sort of like why he would feel so guilty. To be honest, because hey, man, you know, what would you, like you're the you're that's so. T- I feel like that's typical of fathers to be like they don't they're not you know carrying the baby yeah. you know until the baby's here you don't form a bond so it makes sense for him to be like yeah choose my wife yeah so, that's that, that's yeah that's what Ali in the the chat said uh, uh shout out to Ali right. he wrote um right. I have a daughter women will choose the baby because they feel the life growing men need uh to form a bond after after birth right and I like for me I, like similar to what Justin said is like I I even with the counseling, you know, the therapy I'm going through and stuff, do you like the, the emotional like turmoil I would go on, go through on a daily basis that could have a negative detrimental impact on my child. I don't, you know what I mean? I feel like you traumatize your child in like in a different way. Right. That you can't quite control. Um, One, because they're going to grow up without their parent, one parent, Mm -hmm. Um, knowing and that the they mother, died, which is critical, knowing that they died critical. to bring them into this world, and then two, they see how much you, as the partner, as their father, is is also struggling. Like I just, I would just worry about the trauma that I would give my kids. So, well, then you also got to factor in the fact is that's why he was very, you know, kind of a, a hover. You know, you know what, what do they call them? Um, helicopter parent. Helicopter. Yeah, helicopter. But he wasn't uh, a, a parent. No, yeah. but he was. I don't, I don't think Victor. Like, it seemed like he kind of like didn't care a lot. I don't yeah, know. Like, assumed she was okay all the time. Yeah, like, she just thought, oh, she, you're okay. Like you're a helicopter friends. parent for me okay. would be like the white parents, except they they also didn't know that their daughter was gone for a minute too. But they seemed like they would be more likely to be helicopter parents and like mm, monitoring with the kids, like learning in well, school, all that shit. Dad, definitely yeah. Because that came off like a helicopter dad. Yeah. Because the Sid's earlier point about this, this definitely felt like it could have been prisoners in a different world executed way better. This could have been a horror prisoners. I mean, the prisoners is mm. kind of in theory a horror. Oh yeah, it's yeah. all in its yeah. own. Um, because yeah. the first act should literally be the panic of losing the daughter, not knowing where they are. They're gone for three days, and then that was the only effective scene. But it was already in the trailer, which was. Why uh, the daughter was like, why does everyone keep asking me how long do I think I've been gone? And he's like, how long do you think you've been gone? She's like, a few hours. He's like, girl, you were gone for three days. Like, yeah. that's the best executed scene. And mm-hmm. it was already ruined for us. So, like, for me, I was like, okay. It's like, where the fuck was she? <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Being that they were gone for three days, they should have they should have uh, used that three days as um, as ways to unlock some of like the myth behind, mm. you know, this, you know, the demons and things like that, or what they were going through that put, sent them down this path. Yeah. But yeah, maybe without like, that. Right. Yeah. Maybe like a missing girl from that same area before or maybe like, oh, there's some stories of in that in this woods yeah. people have killed. Like they didn't do any of that until yeah. found them already possessed and now keep the possession story going. What was funny during that part where you're like, you know, looking for the daughters, 
you know, they're pulling in all the faith stuff, like, you know, the white parents, like, you know, faith, and, you know, the dad's just pissed, you know. Goes yeah, he, just about, uh, he just about religion because of what happened right. in Haiti. Right. Yeah, understandable. Yeah. And he goes home thinking his daughter's home and it's his neighbor with, you know, the Haitian women, you know, blessing. That the was room. nuts. Yeah, that was. It was it was nuts because ultimately he dismissed the people, which that character it would have been like, all right, maybe we get something from that character before we like get her later, which just felt like I don't know you. I wish there was more of her. Um, but also in that part, you know, when he's like dismissing them, yeah, they don't drunk, they don't play into like you know his fears is he like worried she's dead like not like a scene to like really pull in him being like as a father like feeling guilt because you know what i'm saying they didn't do that they, they waited until yep. the later end they played out till the end when it's too late in my opinion so it's also like <clears throat> at the beginning uh of the disappearance of the girls where they're at the police station is like i don't know you i don't know your daughter what the fuck was your daughter up to with that yeah. whole thing at, at that point like for like for me as a dad, you know, I'd be like, okay, this isn't fucking helping. And I, and the first thing I'd be like is just like, you know, if you have that back and forth, it's like, hey, is there anything that you're doing like you don't know about her? Or, well, obviously, there's nothing they could tell you that they don't know. Yeah. But like, is there anything that she was into? Something that you could help? And then they, you know, come with that. Right. My it, as I'm watching this, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit triggered by this because like this is one of my worst fucking fears uh. is like one of my children going missing. Yes, right sir. and so sir. i'm sitting there i'm watching this and like and then now they're they're, they're arguing it's like the first thing i was like first thing i would say is like okay hold on i'm not trying i'm not blaming you guys i think we just need to be on the same page and share as much information as possible so we could find our kids i'm scared you're scared we need to work together we're all on fucking this. scared yes exactly <laughs> like we're all fucking scared well, i only want my kid back that's I just so impossible a female cop, the stoic cop, that was kind of her role. Like, oh, we all have the same objective here. That was kind of her oh, role. Oh, that cop girl. was terrible. She felt like a, yeah. she was out of a Chris Stokes movie. Um, Very good. <laughs> she was so bad. But to, Justin, to your point, though, about that scene, that's why I feel like Bitcher's kind of supposed to be an asshole. Because even with uh, yeah. Ann Dowd's character, the neighbor, and he, and she's talking mm -hmm. about the bins. Yeah, it's annoying. He's just going to, uh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it is like weird. Like, Cause I don't know, man, to kind of get your point, Justin, like I don't have kids, but I would be fucking either outside all the time looking for my kid or I'd be fucking losing my mind. I wouldn't have time to just sit around and think at a hospital about like where, or at the police station about where my kid is. I'd be like, well, no, 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 because it, you're going to be doing anything that you could possibly uh, do to find your child. Yeah. You're going to be outside. And if you're inside, everything's going to have to be fucking worth it. Right. Your time is it, every 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 second is precious at that right. point. So we're not arguing over bullshit. We're just like, like you put in chat, activate Liam Nielsen taking mode. Absolutely. Oh, you, sure. you're, you're shaking niggas down for information. So it's like they come in and it's like, hold on. I'm like, we're same, same team. I'm scared. Yeah. You're scared. We need right. to share as much information so we can find the girls right fucking now. I Right. Let's go. And little do we know, we have to fight a demon. <laughs> so we got to get, we got to reserve our fucking energy. Because that had to be crazy. I mean, when they found the girls, and you know, I'm surprised they like went into details. There's like an SVU episode where they're like, you know, showing that they did the rape kid and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm -hmm. but when they were looking Woo! for the daughters, go into that subject real quick. When the when Leslie Odom Jr. went to that homeless shelter or whatever, and started Nigga. talking to those creepy niggas, I'm like, all right, bro. 
immediately they're gonna say some creep shit or reveal exactly. their pedophiles. So when he got to the hot dog, it was like, hoo, hoo, hoo. I was like, nigga, what you think that conversation was going? <laughs> it was going nowhere good. I was like, right, exactly. There was nothing good was gonna be said out of these homeless men's mouths. Yo. I would have went to that fucking soup kitchen and started serving up fucking these these fucking African soup bones, yo. Because then that dude was out of pocket. He's like, you know, sometimes they go and they find something that's better for them, like a little. And I was just like, all right, flip the table and just start beating niggas with the table. I would have went straight up WWE on these motherfuckers. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I don't hope they burn in hell. Absolutely. (laughs) Wild eyed, no. Just (laughs) to be and to be honest. Leslie Odom's character, I don't remember the character's name, but he, he did to me, he wasn't acting black enough as a dad. I know my mom in that situation, if I were to be gone for an hour yeah. and no one can account for me, holy shit. You're not gonna hear any the end of it until my ass is in her fucking hand arms again. Like yeah. so at that, especially at that age. So I wish Sid, he was a little more like motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> Sid, you fucked this up for me now because Yo, because you compared it to prisoners, and now I can't get that movie. Literally, this is the similar pl- same plot to prisoners. They just add an exorcism yes. and demon because it's a it black does. family: Viola Davis and Terrace Howard, and the white family: right. Hugh Jackman and uh, the hot chick from uh, A History of Violence. And they're trying to find their kids, and they're working together. Race, right. race relations are great, <laughs> right? But like, even mm-hmm. light skinned Terrace Howard had more of a sense of urgency than black ass Leslie Odom Jr. And he's supposed to be Haiti Haitian. Come on now. Come Listen, on, man. Now. I would have been kicking in some doors, waving the fofo. That's that's exactly <laughs> what you should be doing. Exactly. That your, is what that line is for. These exactly. moments right here. To use your word, Justin, that wasn't black certified enough. It wasn't yeah. black certified. Mm-mm. No, no. <laughs> and, and you know what? They honestly Go, uh, probably sorry, did have a. They probably did have a black father. You know, a white father and, and daughter. Like, because I can see the way that that role was written. I can mm. easily see them being like. We got a lot of white people in here. It's twenty. It's about, we're gonna release this in twenty twenty three. We should make them black. And they added quickly the detail about Haitian shit, like because yeah. it's so it's done so lazily that it doesn't it doesn't really fit with the world mm-hmm. that they built and what we know about these demons and prior exorcist right. movies. I've only seen two other ones, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can can I also ask this question? Yeah. Now this this may be nigga, but. A nigga who's um Did anyone else said that bubble pop up around yeah, Justin? That, set? For that yeah, yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's I thought I was things. high as fuck right now. <laughs> no thing. If I do a thumbs up, it, it's with Zoom and the, like oh, it, it actually thumbs up comes yeah. up on the screen. It's like it's this new thing that's on it. I don't know. Holy uh, so, shit. Yeah, this fucking <laughs> wild shit now. But all right. So let's say a nigga works at um, you know, Macy's taking pictures, you, you know, for people, right? You think they making enough money to live in that? <laughs> like, 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 you that's know, what, what kind Leslie of Odom photographer Jr. is right? he? Was that? That's what Leslie right. Odom Jr.'s job right. was, right? He was taking photos right. of Macy's. Photography studio or something, yeah. Like, he yeah, was he fucking goofy in a goofy movie. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck was he doing? That was hey, insane. Max. <laughs> that was so crazy. Hey, Angela. <laughs> hey, Angela. You know. Like, holy fuck, man. Yo. Right. Yo, I, I wrote down though on my notes. Once, uh, yeah, what this is what I knew. I was like, oh, this is an exorcism movie though, because th- they only do this shit here. When uh, the blood started coming out, the the groin through the gowns, I was like, yep, this is why I don't fuck with this series because this shit. Yep. Yo, other level. yo, them demons were on demon time. 
them demons were on demon time. He said, he said, sister, whatever, something like that. And I know what happened to your oh, baby. And then yeah. start bleeding. I'm just like, God damn. And let's not talk about them nasty ass nails. Ugh. Ugh. Well, that was also. Them feet were all jacked up. Even when they had good, good moments with actors, like Ann Dow does a solid job of what the fuck she's given, which is an insane character. Um, and mm. she does the monologue after that, where she's like, no one ever knew that story about me having this abortion. Yeah, and your daughter, your daughter brought it up to me. And that was like an effective scene, but then it goes on so fucking long about religion and, and life and, and sacrifice. And it's like, Jesus Christ, guys. And there was like yeah. an abortion thing going on. Like, there was like two abortion, like, plots. So I'm like, are they trying to say, I don't know. That was, were they trying to say something like, oh, if you choose not to keep the baby, then you're you're cursed, which happens yeah. to the dad, essentially. And then the yeah. I'm like, that scene, but whatever. Wait. <laughs> So you think you think the dude who kind of turned a you know a, a soon to be nun on to dick and got her pregnant is really thinking he's that nigga though? <laughs> Can I just say that you are you have to be in your mind that nigga if you pipe down a fucking I'm going in the seminary but not before I catch some of this hot action over here. <laughs> that motherfucker must be like, yeah, I fucked the nurse away. I, I, I'm sorry, I fucked the nun away from. I mean, God, she is a baby. nurse later on. So. Right. Well, yes, which is true, insane true. because she goes from being a nurse, she goes from a being a nurse to this nigga's neighbor to then being like, "I'm gonna recruit a priest to do an exorcism." To yeah, he copped out, so I'm gonna do it. Like, who the fuck is this woman? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is why God put me, uh, you know, made me le- uh, leave yeah. leave the comment uh, the the convent and live next door to you so I could perform this exorcism. Yeah. Like, nah, bitch, Bro. you here. This movie should have been called the, next about to get snapped. Bro, this movie shouldn't have been called The Exorcist Believer. This should have been called The Karen's Believer. Because we had two older white women that are like, I could do an exorcist. And <laughs> 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 fucked around and found out. This is right. insane. Well, <laughs> this is so crazy, guys. You either get stabbed in your eyes or your priest gets his neck snapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and the funny thing is that priest picks a, you know, kicks in the do- door. He's just like, yo, I I'm got here this. Now. He's just like, power Christ compels you. I got- <laughs> <laughs> hey, why was that motherfucker so confident? They said, no, everyone's like the whole time. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. This nigga's like, nah, motherfucker, I got rosaries. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was work. so crazy. And watch it was also, and then- also they and he that told him not to touch him too. Right. But he said, "Stay back one. from him." <laughs> but the way that he came through, guys, does that allude that essentially the creators behind this movie were trying to be like, you know, niggas that <laughs> practice Catholicism think that they're the shit, <laughs> that, that they got the magic touch? Because <laughs> you're right, he came in like it's all right, everybody. I mean, Leslie Odom Jr. shamed him. He was sitting in the car moping. He was like, "The battles are there." I was like, "You don't no, talk no, no, like no." That. He was no, he was sitting. He was praying. Praying, yeah, yeah, but he ain't praying, praying. inside, nigga. That's what no, my no, no, but no, but you're right. You're right though. He's still not gonna win. He's just like, yo, the fight's in there, nigga. <laughs> what you doing? No, out but here? the way he you delivered- help. <laughs> Leslie that, was Odom Jr. that was a good line. That was a good line. Leslie Odom yeah. Jr. though, the thing is, he's a better actor than what this movie gave him. And yeah. I, I, you know, our producer UVA did some research, and there is nothing in this about this, but. The Deadline article that talked about how big of a bomb this movie is and how the franchise essentially put Universal and them in a hole with this shit, it had one quick line where it said, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. walked off set. And I'm always, like, I couldn't find anything else about that shit. 
And I'm wondering if it's because, like, to Justin's point, he's like, this isn't black certified. Like, people going to, niggas going to have questions about what I'm doing here. <laughs> like, you can't have a black family and then behaving like this. Because there were right. times that it reminded me of Michael from Lost. Where it was kind of like, did he forget about his daughter? Like, we see Leslie Odom Jr. taking his time, like, going to find uh, um, Ellen Burson's character. It doesn't feel like he has a sense of urgency. It's kind of like, let me sit down and have tea and listen to this white woman pontificate about how she doesn't want to help me. Well, I mean, he sticks his daughter in the, you know, psychiatric hospital, you know. I mean, yeah, that was like, so nuts. The, uh, you know, point. it's <laughs> so, all right. When the daughter started turning Being into weird. a demon, huh? Start being weird, and he wasn't yeah, the black dad reaction to it. And she must have some stink piss because he made that face when he picked up those soiled sheets. Right. Yeah, right. he was just like, mm, "This nasty." <laughs> but <laughs> yo, when she got like pale and shit like that, and you know her hairline just started going up back here even more, the foreheads protruding. I was just like, "Yo, why does she look like fucking Vigo the Destroyer from Ghostbusters 2? Like, what is going the on?" The makeup was not girl? good. I didn't think the makeup was good at all. With the ex- oh the, no, they look the transform girls. They look they look like lo- the Lost Boys for the eighties. It it was terrible. I'm like. Is I don't know if that's intentional, but it did not look good. It's even the effects, like you know, them oozing out blood clots or whatever. Fuck, it already felt so familiar to the first whatever that big bloody clump was. Yeah. But it yeah. all felt so like close to the original that you're not giving me anything new. The like, yeah. the thing about Halloween 2018 that I think did a really good job with a requel was that. Yes, it's the same old story. Mike Myers is fucking coming to kill Laurie Strode. He's killing teenagers on the way. But the way that they shot it, which I actually think backfired in this one, the way they shot it, I remember like the tracking shot of Mike Myers, you know, like the trick or treaters and shit. And mm-hmm. he's just stoically walking through like the neighborhood and gets this hammer and starts killing motherfuckers, right? And I remember people being like, whoa, that's, that's a pretty good shot. And when he yeah. killed a kid finally, people were like, oh shit, they straightened up a little bit. And this yeah. is like, you're giving me more or less the same. The only shock was Ellen Burson getting the cross stabbed into her face multiple times. Exactly. And, but you know what's funny though? When that happened, in my mind, I said, nah, that little girl is not going to make it because don't know white woman die or get hurt on screen and there is no retribution. That's how I knew that little girl was going to die in this film. Now, if it was a black girl that she definitely would have been dead. Oh yeah, there was she. Would, you know, police would have came in the door and gave fucking forty-seven warning shots into the back of her head. <laughs> but in this case, I said that little white girl stabbed that woman's eyes out, and somehow she didn't die because listen, you stab my eyes out with a fucking cross, and you're going blip, 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 blip. You know, I think most likely I'm gone. <laughs> like that's for the count. Right, did, just a li- deep enough, and it's over. Right, right. The brain's right there. Why did he give her after that scene? Why did they get her the Neo from Matrix Revolutions? I patch. Why did he do that? To they her? they did that, and then they gave her why like the worst monologue ever. And I wrote down, she didn't sound like someone who had gotten her eyes fucked up and is now blind. She just like she took it in stride. Yeah, she's just like she was just ready to be blinded horrifically. Like, you know, life, and life then goes she's on. sitting in the bed and she's sitting there fucking reaching for shit. I'm like, bitch, what you reaching for? <laughs> he's like, you no. fucking cat. <laughs> All right, I I'm, I'm just yeah. I wrote down a lot of there's a lot of weird cuts, a lot of weird uh, zooms and stuff that I think again worked for Eastbound and Down. And even Halloween to an extent that David Gordon Green did, but for this movie, it just did not match 
the vibe of the original. And if like people were going to the original to watch this as a, to be considered a direct sequel versus the other trashy sequels that followed, then you're going to be really thrown off by how this isn't doesn't really feel aligned except for Ellen Burstyn being inserted in there. Like this could just be like some other fucking exorcism movie. Yeah. Do you think the problem that it wasn't scary enough or was it too, I guess, cause it felt cartoonish. It's at the end. for me. Oh, I think cookie it's cutter that, to me. Okay. I would say cookie cutter, but also for me, it doesn't, it doesn't earn its name. Like I said, this this feels like it could have easily been some like college kids like exorcism movie that they just were like, mm. oh, we need a script for the exorcist. Uh, this this does does well. How do we put in uh, Ellen Burstyn's character? Maybe have a callback to the you know the first one with Linda Blair's character. Okay, cool, yeah. we're good to go. It didn't feel like, and that's the thing I think they they benefited from from like a requel with like Scream or Halloween is that you get that continuity with the original. Like you know that their stories continue to an extent after the yeah. original, right? Or for Halloween, it's at least like I've seen I've seen Jamie Lee do this so many times. I can kind of jump into whatever the fuck they're offering this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas this, like, again, Ellen Burson didn't even want to come back. So clearly she didn't believe in the story. Mm. So it's like, if you're, if that's the only hook you have for an original, besides that, you know, half-ass, like, uh, remix of the theme, that's not enough to, to warrant buying, paying $400 for the estate. Mm. Unless this really is just for the amusement parks during the Halloween season, which seems like a really expensive uh, gimmick to have on a theme park. Wait, they're really making sequels out of this movie? They're planning to make sequels? Their plan, the, the plan was for them to make two more. <laughs> okay. I think that's right. still, I think they're still kind of, I don't know if they're obligated to. Okay. Uh, according to UV's research, Blumhouse spent um, $400 million to secure the filming rights, which is crazy because Blumhouse notoriously, they they shoot low and they, they make high box office. Like that's their yeah. model. So then, uh, and on top of that, they had to guarantee a trilogy. Oh, shit. So even if Believer gotcha. bombs at the box office, the next two films still have to be made. Now, I guarantee you that probably David Gordon Green's not directing the next one, um, and I'd be surprised if they kept with the script that is done right now. Wow. Yeah, they, they, need, they need to overhaul this and, like, really do some wild shit. Like, and, and like, you know, you can't just, and, and, you know, I'm sorry, you know, to go back to that fucking priest like that, like him coming in, <laughs> him coming in, like it's like it was very professional wrestling the way he he popped in. It's yeah. just like somebody's getting beat up in the ring, and here comes a priest rush rushing to the ring like he's fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin slides in, giving slappers to everybody, right? Pouring beer over to people, and then all of a sudden the Undertaker slides in and grabs him and choke slams his ass, and it's like, and then the, and then goes off like that's what it was like. And it was like, it, it was just dumb. It was just dumb. It, like they they have to do better than that. Oh yeah. yeah. Considering yeah, the fact that he that he didn't want to be a part of it, he goes to the Vatican, not the Vatican. He goes to the archdiocese, and they also tell him is like, well, you know, you know, exorcism is dangerous for you know the person being exercised and the exercise or whatever the you know, the priest or whatever. So like, we don't want you to be put at risk. We don't want you to put this family at risk. We don't. We want nothing part of it. Someone's like, okay, so we're foreshadowing some really bad shit happening. So it's like we all knew something. And then when he burst through the door, he's just like, yo. I got this. And then steps yeah. up to get his neck snap like that. I'm just like, this was just dumb. 
If, if you want to create some sort of emotional yeah. connection to that character, have him in the movie and really fighting to get this thing done. Not standing outside, he's just like, can't do it, y'all. Hey, here, take this book. Here's a little piece of garlic. Peace. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the problem with a lot of characters. They weren't fleshed out enough. Yeah. Like, yeah, to be honest, the, the, the two parents, like, we slick kind of got some of the mom. Like, clearly, she's all about the church, very religious. But the dad... We didn't get anything. Like, also, why was the dad not with the mom, like taking his shoes off? Why was he bucking the whole thing to begin with? What was his yeah. issue? They didn't go into that. You know, they didn't. Well, like, set, I guess they they were alluding that they're already on the verge of possibly separate splitting up or something like that. Because at the end, you know, they show them like grieving, but they're like doing it separately. So it okay. loses that they're split up and stuff. I don't know. Like you said, like yeah. there's not enough character development for anybody except for Victor, and I and didn't care. Neighbor. The white dude, Tony, I think it was the name or something. Like yeah. the neighbor that brought the like, who dares? Oh, oh yeah, that whole brought the Haitian lady in. Right. Well, first of all, he was there wait, the whole yeah, time. Wait, hold on, hold on. That's right. Let's talk about that motherfucker. <laughs> Why is the white dude bringing in some random Haitian lady into this nigga's house? Yeah. yeah. He comes home and I got no, I got a white dude and some Haitian lady just fucking incense around my shit. I'm like nigga, who are you? Who are you? And who is this? Who is this bitch in my house yeah. right now, bro? I would be ready to shoot immediately. Immediately, I walk in my door, and there is two people. I, one of them's my neighbor, but they're inside of my house, and some woman's with fucking incense, and my fucking daughter is in the in a psychiatric institute, yeah. and she's got feet that looks like she's a goddamn fucking hobbit that's yeah, been their walking feet were up. Jacked up. Like, like she just ran the fucking New York marathon barefoot. And you're telling me that you just gonna walk in my fucking house and not get, get a fucking, a bunch of shells in your chest. Get out of here. Everybody's hey. getting at least fists. And they were in Georgia too, so you know, stay your ground. Oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. well, yeah not yeah. down there. They would have shot. They would have shot that black girl real quick. Once she started turning into a demon, they would have killed. They would have lit her <laughs> yeah, up chitty, like a chitty, bang, bang. tree. Yeah, I mean, also, can we just go back to fucking Ellen Ellen Burson's character? Uh, it is Ellen Burson, right? Yes. yes. Uh, her character just fucking she she was a mom who didn't do research on exorcisms because she was fascinated by it. Wrote a a best selling book that made her estranged from her daughter. She doesn't even know if mm -hmm. her daughter's alive or dead. And then she's like, you know what, black man, I'll come help you. And then tries to do an exorcism. Like, can we just talk about how fucking bold that is? Like, that's such a crazy character arc for the, from the original to that shit. And then she goes into the room. She's like, the vibrations are strong. And I was like, nigga. Did she, she, study have a she did have a line where she said, I wasn't even allowed to be in the room. Because, you know, patriarch. Yes. Like, so, yeah, why are you? Whatever. Why are you in there? Then? I, Why are you walking up the stairs like I see the yeah. demon? I'm exactly. It's because it was trying to play in the room. She's like, I got this. Because it was trying to pay homage to the first one, right? When the priest is like, I, f I felt this, uh, this devil, this evil before some shit, right? Um, but I did write down. I was like, well, I think it's fair to say that exorcism didn't go well <laughs> when she got her eyes stabbed out. No joke. <laughs> At the end, when the priest gets like his neck snap, I no joke when they're like all like like that last like minute, like they're all trying to you know the two parents, well the mom and the dad, like I won't I won't choose. I swear to God, I thought she was gonna come in like hands out, blinded, like she, like just doing some yes. fucking 
fucking I won't put like just all of a sudden she got powers and shit. And she's well. like fuck it, go, exactly, go for it, fuck it. May as well go all fucking in. In, you know, in the chat, Curtis wrote she she has an exorcism for dummies book. That basically is kind of what she wrote. <laughs> She's a white woman that watched a YouTube video on exorcism and thinks that she can do it. It's just like a carrot. That's what I said. It's she crazy. Had the holy water on it. Also, uh, oh my God. I got a logistical I, question. I was waiting for that too, Sid. I was waiting for her to come through and just like <laughs> she pops up out of the hospital yeah. blind. He was like, I've got this. I'm just like, no. She's like, I've got the power. Um, <laughs> like, you were a koofy. Who pays? Who, who pays for the damage of an exorcism? Is that covered uh, by insurance? Also, oh no. Or also, who's going to prison for the two deaths? Yeah, the dead kid. Wait, what? Wait, what two deaths? The dead kid. The and dead the kid and the and the and the oh, next snap of the police. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, yeah. who's who's going to prison for that? Because when the police show up, they're like, "There was an exorcism that happened here." Yeah, okay, nigga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right. Click, click. It's like, it's over. Like, right. It's over. Right. Like, everybody in there going to jail. The fuck? Yes. Like, oh, I, Jesus Christ. That threw me off. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, because I mean, that's the question I was asking. I was like, okay, so what happened? So who's going to prison for this? Well, I guess that because there's so many witnesses in the room with the other uh, religious people in the room and the parents that they... Yeah, I guess all of them together united. Whose house be- was this at? Uh, Whose house was this at? Right, Leslie Odom's. Was it? I thought it was at the white parents' house. No, it's Leslie Odom's. No, the white parents' house got destroyed. Got destroyed. Remember, that's where she. That's where Ellen Person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You it was like that big three story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, so it didn't happen there. So, yeah, it was okay. at Leslie Odom's house. So this is at Leslie Odom's house. That means that this is going on his homeowner's insurance. That nigga's fucked. He's he's not going to be able to take oh, yeah. enough family portraits his, financially. This <laughs> premium, this premium is going to get insane. Oh, I'm never going to financially. Like <laughs> he's he's fucked. He's like he. You're right, Justin. He ain't going to be able to afford that school district no more. I mean, yeah. again, what was his job? Because I also wrote that down. I'm like, I get it. I get it. Your your daughters are missing, right? So then your daughters right. are missing. Obviously, you can take some time off of work. I imagine, right? But then your daughter's at home. Okay, you start working again. Then you have to take time off again because your daughter's been possessed. Like, how do you get that approved? <laughs> like, imagine you get on a zoo with your boss. Like, hey, uh, Keith, I gotta. I don't know how. I don't know when I'll be able to come back. I gotta take some time off. My my daughter's been possessed by the devil. Wait, wait. Excuse me. Excuse me. She got the demon inside. Uh, the, the priest, com- the church confirmed it. She's she's possessed by the de- the devil. Yeah, you got a two o'clock shift, nigga. Uh, no, I'll see you at no, two. no, Justin. You don't understand the devil. The devil, my ass. Don't cut off this money, though. I need it because I gotta fight the devil. No, uh, how much does it financially like, cost to fight the devil? Like, who pays for oh, this? I think if it's an exorcism, the, like the church would probably take care of some of that stuff. But the church did not sanction this. So right. this is a home exorcism. Let's uh let's let's ask uh Chat G, G uh, GTI GPT whatever it's called. How much <laughs> does an exorcism <laughs> cost? STI what? Let's see. There's a lot of factors that are considered uh with this tradition. Um nigga just give me a number. 
It's, it doesn't give you a number. It just says it's essential to approach any potential exorcism with caution and to ensure you're working with a reputable and qualified individual. AKA, <laughs> this shit's a scam. <laughs> Some nigga just shows up to your house. I exercise the demons. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, I got a goat in his hand. Like your rate has to be high. It's got. I would like charge at least half a mil because there's a possibility of me doing this gig and I don't come out the other end of it. Oh, or the oh, demon yeah. gets inside I mean, of me, you know what I mean? Like the first yeah. one. The next yeah. night. Yeah, that was true. horrifying when that dude fell out the window and he broke his neck. Yeah. Whew. But he got the, the demon, demon was just out. like, I'm taking somebody. <laughs> uh-huh. But the job was done, right? Mm-hmm. And I just... Well, one thing I will give this movie when at the end where the white dad comes in, like, I choose you, Catherine, and fucks the whole thing up. That shit was fucking terrifying when the girl wakes up in that fucking, like, you know, fucking underground water thing where they did the, you know, seance yeah. beginning, and she's just sitting there, and then the fucking demon pulls, yo. Yeah, and that, drowns her. Like, just, that was, the, that was just, the, just the logic of that, I that actually got me. Just the little, because I, I had to kind of drift into my head, was like, because the movie was stupid, I was just like, yo. That's fucked, yo. This girl is just in the underworld demon world forever. Like, yo, oh, that, yeah. threw me off that was like, wild. Yeah, that was wild. That imagery that fucked me up. That imagery fucked me up. I ain't gonna lie. And know that her parents chose that because her dad fucked around and found out. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's haunting her dad. Come on, that, the, the dad's getting haunted. For yo, yo, listen. Don't she? Don't they go to no fucking um, uh, psychics or anything that could talk to the dead because she's gonna have some shit to say, mm-hmm. <laughs> nigga, for real. <laughs> Dad, for real. Exactly. <laughs> she told you not to choose. Exactly. So no, when she walked in the chat. Oh, sir. I'm sorry. Go ahead. When she walked down that aisle though, at the church, looking all crazy, oh, yeah. I was like, nope, n- nope. If I were a mm-hmm. black person, there was one black person in that church. They should have been like, nope, and been trying to get out real quick. Mm-hmm. And there were black people in that audience. I noticed. Yeah, yeah. I saw a black woman, but uh, real quick, right I did. I did ask ChatGPT to give me a number. Over a budget, and they said it can't provide a specific number, but costs can range from being offered for free by religious leaders as part of their uh, spiritual service to potentially involving fees that can range from a few hundred to a few thousand dollars. So you could potentially get an exorcism done for five ninety nine, the cost of a PS five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Uvia in the chat said, according to Vice articles, they can be performed for free or they take donations. So, and that's the thing. Paid by donations, that that is not a, a yeah, lucrative you can't, business. Yeah, you ride. can't you can't take care of yourself. You can barely buy ramen when you rely on donations. Because because that's you're basically saying, hey, out of the kindness of your heart, <laughs> you give me what you think is fair yeah. for this. It's like, well, nigga, <laughs> <laughs> what like, I think is fair is what I got. Yeah. <laughs> Well, based yeah, on how much demons seem to talk shit when they're possessing someone, shit, doing that for free, golly. Oh yeah, uh-uh. yeah. Why did yeah. why did demons Ooh. have to roast niggas? Like when she even with the both of his demons for switching off, roasted him about like you chose the mother. And then when he was like, "I'm sorry, baby," that was wild. When he was like, "I'm sorry, baby," "I'm sorry, honey," and then the other daughter's like, "What about me, mommy and daddy? You don't miss me." I was like, "This is fucking crazy." <laughs> Like, I Yo, get where they're going for, but this is executed really badly. Yo, 
the the fucking little girls would have woke up all lumped the fuck up because I didn't punch that bitch. <laughs> like, baby, it wasn't you that was punched, it was the demon. The demon was really getting personal with me. I had to bust that motherfucker into the white me. <laughs> all right. So a few quick uh, pieces of trivia that UVA, our producer, found. Alan Burson had turned down reprising her role and was then offered double the salary. Burson thought, I feel like the devil is asking my price. She eventually accepted using the salary to fund an MFA scholarship for actors at Peace University, where the actor studio teaches the, the program. Um, Linda Blair, who played Regan in the original film, um, was and also had a cameo at the end, was an advisor on set to the actresses portraying the possessed girls in the film. Well, then she was a terrible advisor because they were... I mean, the physicality, I guess, worked, but the makeup and just... Th- that wasn't them for most of it. Yeah. That's different. That's voice acting, and that's contortionist. Mm-hmm. That's not them. Right, yeah. right. So the ADR was a little wonky. No, she, she just got a paycheck. Good for her. <laughs> now, before we get to our rating, and before I get to this last piece of trivia, which is fucking wild... Uh, we did get some Patriot thoughts, and folks, remember, if you sign up for Patreon at patreon.com slash popcorn, you're guaranteed to have your thoughts and reviews of that upcoming film read on that episode. So we only got one Patriot thought, which was from Chrissy W., who wrote, we really didn't need this. <laughs> so we'll get to whether or not we agree with that. Um, nice. But you have found in her trivia, uh, William Fredkin, who's the original director of the 1973 film, uh, his friend posted on Twitter and Facebook, William Franklin once said to me, Ed, the guy who made those Halloween sequels is about to make one for my movie, The Exorcist. That's right. My signature film is about to be extended by the man who made Pineapple Express. I don't want to be around when that happens. And if there's a spirit world and I can come back, I plan to possess David Gordon Green and make his life a living hell. Oh, God. And this is and this is (laughs) before he eventually did pass away. So. um, (laughs) so, Wow. I don't man. I guess he didn't get his blessing. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I don't think that that's a good look, dude. That's wow. like that's like if I try to ask like the Exorcist is considered one of the best horror films of all time, right? Right, yeah. and rightfully so. It's very effective. It's shot very well. It's well acted, and I think if I couldn't get the blessing of that director, I have a kind of question whether or not I should do this. It's like it's like kind of like doing Alien without getting Ridley Scott's blessing, or doing a, a Jaws movie and not getting Steven Spielberg's blessing. You know what I mean? It's like you gotta. Like, you got to get some kind of support there because I don't know if you could take on that legacy without it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. it just makes things easier. I'm sure it would have been way easier to get Ellen Burson in if she knew that, like, the original team was behind it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because if she called or, this or nigga, he's, he's like, <laughs> yeah. this dude said he would possess him in the afterlife. <laughs> like, oh, man, it's going to be a long, long fucking night. Holy shit. <laughs> Bro, boy. You know, upset I mean, somebody. He said he was going to do it. <laughs> And he did now, too. Jesus. Bro, what if he right. didn't? That's why we got this dog shit movie. Oh, he was just fucking with like him. He the did it to destroy family. my man's career so he could never do one of these again. Yikes. We'll never cool. know. That's what's wild. We'll never know. I did write, mm-hmm. though, when, when the white girl got taken instead of the black girl to hell, I did write down, oh, shit, Mamma Mia. Because <laughs> at that point, my edible had kicked in. <laughs> so I was... <laughs> So I literally wrote talking down like fucking Mario. <laughs> I literally wrote down, "Oh shit, Mama Mia!" All she right. was taking down the pipe, of Mama Mia. <laughs> just to break down, somebody our, give it a mushroom. <laughs> break down our race, just a, 
You crazy nigga. <laughs> so, you know how we do it, guys. We rate movies, bags of popcorn, small, medium, large, and the XL40 exceptional. If a film doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the dog shit pile. We pile piles and piles of dog shit on top of it. So we sat down and watched the 2023 release of Exorcist, I'm sorry, Exorcist Believer, uh, Exorcist. starring uh, Leslie. Ex- starring yeah, Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god to, exhibit to is my exorcism bro exhibit is my exorcism actually that could have been amazing if exhibit was the, the dad no if exhibit was the priest and they started roasting this nigga for for the fucking <laughs> terrible cars that he did back in the day and then they still snap his neck we gotta snap that nigga's neck oh, All right. <laughs> a fishbowl in the car nigga oh <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, starring Leslie Odom Jr. and uh, pretty much no one else that we actually care about. Sid, what say you, sir? <laughs> uh, I will give this movie a fucking pile of dog shit. Mm. Uh, the reason, the main reason why is for a movie that's supposed to be scary, the jump scares were either predictable or they mm. were comical. Yeah. And the one at the end snapping the priest, just more ridiculous than anything. So it wasn't scary. That's what I'm paying to go watch in October. Go get scared. And also, too long. So, dog shit. And your point, uh, Brandon, about how that previous director, they give a blessing on it. That's the, that is the ultimate sign of this movie's about to suck. It's not going to do well. The previous original, it's, that's, dead. that's dead for that. That's how that works. So, dog shit completely. Brandon? Yeah. This, uh, Guess this this gets 2023 piles of dog shit. This is really bad. This is not fun. I in because it's a talented team and people behind this, that's what makes it worse. Right? right. I think that Leslie Odom Jr. did the he he went above and beyond the material, if you if I'm being honest. Um yeah. I think the effects were very lazy. I was surprised by how terrible the CGI kind of looked. Um even the blood like looked bad. Um I I think the little girls did fine with what they were given and the complexity of their role and then it became you know these possessed voices and like it clearly stunt people in the role at, at a certain mm-hmm. point um i just i thought it was stupid i thought inserting these older white women who like literally just make things worse i didn't think that that was helpful i thought it was really random how they forced other cultures religions in um and then they got really preachy and it was just it was hitting me over the head but it wasn't even saying anything I think that that's what's yeah. annoying about it. Like, I've, I've rolled my eyes so many times during the monologue scenes. <laughs> so, fuck. Yeah, this is terrible. And I hope they go in a completely different direction, like you said, Sid, for the next ones. Just fucking shoot for the stars. Uh, Justin? Okay, so uh, this film had uh, 111... It was a 111-minute uh, runtime. Yeah. Which, as we all know... One one one. That's an angel number. I looked it up. Angel number one uh, one eleven is a powerful number for manifesting and manifestation. Obviously, well, they manifested a pile of dog shit. So one hundred eleven piles of dog shit. This was not necessary necessary to make. There were so many things that just just it it was just dumb and it was just um it 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 just didn't make sense on how they did it which was uh, very frustrating because even going back to the priest, right? The priest 
they <laughs> yes, I'm mathing over this, the motherfucker. Uh, uh, the priest, like, it would have been better served if when they snapped his neck, they just quickly snapped his neck and he just drops to the floor as opposed to him pausing and then you see like the bone popping out and shit like that. It actually took away from the actual death. So it's things like that is they don't understand horror and what really fucking gets people be like, oh shit, like these motherfuckers mean business. They should have just snapped his shit. He falls to the ground and be like, yo. And then you see his mangled fucking neck there. I think that could have been a possibility. But like, oh shit, that was kind of cool. But no, they, they just, they constantly missing the marks throughout this movie. Therefore, 111 piles of dog shit for me. There you go, y'all. That's uh that's our review on um what the fuck was this? Uh <laughs> the exorcist, the exorcist believer. believer, yeah. <laughs> uh Sid, please tell the listeners how they can follow you. Um if you, if you choose to to share that info. I'm not the most active on social media, so I'm not gonna give out my okay. social No worries, no worries. It's okay, it's all good, it's all good. All good, well folks, y'all know you can follow me at photo underscore blackens on all the social media platforms. Uh, you know you can follow the show at Medium P Podcast and all those apps as well. And if you were listening to this Friday morning, there's still time to join us probably for Medium Popcorn live at the Under St. Mark's Theater. We're gonna be reviewing Friday 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan. It's going to be in person in New York City, but also live stream. You get tickets for either option at mediumpopcorn.com. And Justin, how can people support the show financially as well as follow you, my brother? Well, first of all, if you want to follow me, take yourself over to Tell Jay Brown. Baby. Did it on the socials. Stop calling me baby. But you can also go to patreon.com slash mediumpopcorn. We have $2, $5, $10, and $15 packages. That's right. If you love package. the show, support the show, and you want all of our backlogs, bonus episodes, mini episodes, you need to be on Patreon. Don't Again, that's patreon.com slash mediumpopcorn. And also grab yourself some swag, ppublic.com slash mediumpopcorn as well. That's right. Yep. Medium popcorn and some packages. All right, Sid, thank you so much for being a fan, bro. Thank you, um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to continuing talking movies with you, man. Awesome. Thank you, guys. You guys are Thanks, awesome. Thanks, brother. Thank you. All right, Shout little biscuits. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace. Are the films that should only be watched as a matinee we watch them so you don't have to waste your time and possibly end your life Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Candyman stalks in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. And who fears this horrendous sound without the soul for getting down? For we all hope that they burn in hell and rot inside a corpse's shell.
talking medium pop. Medium popcorn. Oh yeah.